0: Oh my god! I can't believe how bad Justice League was. I'd been looking forward to that movie for so long. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's that big a deal. What, what do you mean a big
1: deal? Aren't you disappointed? Yeah, I mean the movie sucked, but you know who really cares? We can get them to do it over anyway.
0: Do it over? What?
1: Yeah, I'm just gonna make them uh, get them to make a new version. <laughs> how are you gonna do that? Oh, just you wait. I have some ideas. Welcome to this special edition episode of the I'd Like a Refund podcast. Joining us as always, Cameron's here. Cameron, what's going on with you?
2: Hey, what's up, dude? What's up, guys? How you doing? Doing. All right. How you doing? How you doing? You, how uh, you doing? How you done? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. I'm a lightweight.
0: <laughs> Joel's here, too. Joel, what's good with you, buddy? Uh, I'm done pretty good. Nice. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Cameron Cameron sounds like he's gonna have a good time tonight, so we should probably get into this. I had to drink to be <laughs> able
2: to talk about the Snyder Cut.
1: It's yeah. understandable. It's, oh, a long, God, it's a long this time. Movie. <laughs> um it, well Cameron gave it away. Is if many of you don't know or don't remember, a couple of weeks ago we did our episode of our our regular episode of the Joss Whedon directed Justice League, mm. and boy did we hate it. Um I didn't you know who hate el- it. You know who else hated it? Most of the people that watched it, you know who else hated it? Zack Snyder.
2: He didn't see it, so he technically couldn't hate it.
1: But he hated it based off of what yeah. Christopher Nolan said. <laughs> yeah. and, oh, good old Chris. And, and, and if wife. any and if any podcast is going to take the word of Christopher Nolan as gospel, it's definitely this one. Good guy. Um, so Zack, of course, wanted to make his version of the Justice League and that is what we're here to talk about today cuz after several years it has finally dropped on HBO Max and we have all sat through the 4-hour extravaganza that is the Sack Snyder Cut Justice League. Yeah. Fellas, before we get into like some of the history of the Snyder Cut, just quick beats right off the top. What did we think about this movie? I'm
3: <laughs> Joe, all right joel go cameron has <laughs> got shot down
0: camera's um, ready to go it, can i summarize my thoughts on the whole thing like is that okay or, or like yeah just just yeah, okay, like before
1: it. we get into it just what did you think about it
0: okay i think this gave us some a lot of things that we needed but it had the only reason it was able to do so is because it was four hours mm-hmm. and i think i still stick with what i said in the first one i think this movie needed a couple more movies leading up to it for this yep. to have been as successful as we would have hoped it would have mm-hmm. been. Yeah, I agree. Um, was it better? I, I, I feel like I can't say if it was better or worse because, again, it was four hours. It was something totally different. It wasn't it's, the same yeah, thing. They're not really comparable. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I, d- I would say after watching this, I enjoyed it more. Um, but like I said, I don't think I could really compare them and say one's better than the other. Cameron, what about you? What are your initial thoughts on this? So I have
2: time? to be very honest with you guys. When I signed up to this do this podcast, you know, when I signed the contract when we were at King's When World, I
1: asked when I asked you to do it.
2: Um, you know, I was looking forward to this podcast because I thought we were going to <laughs> explore a bunch of, you know, movies that were kind of, you know, maybe eccentrically shitty and you know. Excuse stuff like me, that.
1: excuse me. Um, before you go any further, are you yeah. the guy that picked a wrinkle in time, collateral beauty, and serenity for Like our I show? said,
2: eccentrically <laughs> shitty. That's exactly what I'm talking about.
1: There's nothing eccentric about any. Yeah, of those they movies. are
2: eccentric. Yeah, I'd say that they are eccentric. I didn't know I have to fucking sit through shit like Justice League. I just wasted six hours of my life for justice league for this podcast i never wanted to see justice league in Ryan, my life that was yep.
0: six hours he could have been curating his instagram to get on the bachelorette that's that's true
2: six no, we're not, we're hours not, we're not even gonna like
1: hesitate getting into bachelorette talk this episode you guys <laughs> you just know, wanted to get right into I, it you
2: know i didn't bring it up for the record i know did you not didn't bring it up no and i appreciate um, it you know and like here's the thing and i i think Joel said it right this movie is better this creation yeah. is it's better hard, it's hard to call it a movie yeah isn't? it's not a movie it's not a movie and like that's the thing this is not a movie um, when people say oh the, you know this is great it's not a movie this is not a theatrical cut there's no way there's no universe and that exists where this would be released in the movie theaters it, okay. has been,
0: it has if, been a little bit. I'll tell you, I, I, not to disagree. No, right but as way, like but a this, theatrical
2: cut, as an original if, theatrical okay. cut.
0: I know you're saying like no studio would ever let this happen, but if like a four-hour movie came out and it was a movie I'm interested in, I'm absolutely going to go. I, I, yeah,
2: if like no, if I, Fast I, and, and Furious
0: know, 9 was like four
1: yeah, hours, exactly. Joel would be there.
2: No, but that's what I'm saying is this would never make it into a theater in the four-hour state that it was in. And you know what?
1: It's the same reason why the Lord of the Rings extended editions were never in the theater. You know, it's just too yeah, much. Yeah,
2: and like we think of like the longest movies that are put into theaters. Like the longest one I can think of, Wolf, of, is Wolf of Wall Street at like three hours. Is that uh, movie three hours long? It is two hours and fifty nine minutes. King That's not Kong, three hours. Two thousand five. Okay. Three. Was, believe, shut the hell up, Brian
1: Yeah, and then age, Avengers Endgame was three hundred two. Yeah. Okay. Um, so like,
2: like the but like Avengers Age of three hundred seven uh, Endgame or <laughs> Age of Endgame. Uh, age, the Age of Endgame. Avengers endgame like that movie had so much building up for it in like three hours. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's obvious, you know, yeah, well, I'll watch a fucking three hour movie because, you know, there's been so much build up to it. Four hours is never being released. You know, I there's never been a four. I, I don't what if you just ever. did
1: like intermission style, like how how Space Odyssey has the intermission in it? Could you have just yes, yeah, based intermission two no, hours,
2: like movie th- studio, a studio would never have released this cut to the theaters. I, that like, this is not a theater cut. This is not a theatrical cut. This is, I I don't even want to say this is director's cut because director's cuts aren't this long. When you look at something like Blade Runner and you look at the final cut there, see, like, that's the difference between the Snyder cut and like director's cuts. Like director's cuts include things that the directors think are, you know, important that add a little bit more context like that. They don't add two hours of a movie. That's not, that's not a director's cut. That is you know the, like that's the thing for me that's you know that's one of the biggest issues i have with this movie or with this thing is it is not a movie it is a mini series that yeah. that has been put into movie it's form.
0: even it's even structured as a mini series as you watch yeah it.
2: and you know well, the, and that
0: was sorry to cut you off but when they put it up i thought it was going to be put up as like an episodic thing sort mm-hmm. of you know, like individual ones where i could be like oh let me go watch i'm almost, I'm almost whatever, positive i'm almost positive he said that at there the, was a rumor the fandom i yeah, there was positive a that. that it was going to be so when it was just a, literally a four-hour thing it was like it almost made it more of a chore to watch because like <laughs> almost like well like okay let me be completely honest if i wasn't like having other obligations like i would have put aside four hours to just sit there and watch this straight which is what i would have preferred to do but instead i watched this like the first hour and a half one night before i went to sleep the next morning i watched another two hours and then that evening i watched like the last whatever hour and a half and like if it was actually split up into episodic type things i feel like i could have been like let me watch the first one now the second one now the third one now the fourth one now but instead i felt like i had to go like oh well this is a good point for me to stop let me pick back up here tomorrow etc
2: ryan did you watch this as four hours in one go
0: I did actually, yeah.
2: Okay, and Joel, did you watch them for Oh no, you 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 said you no, just no, said no. you picked it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How many? I... Di- how many? T- how many? Sorry, Ryan, I don't mean to cut you off, but Joel, how many episodes or quote unquote? Did you split it up into three? Okay, yeah, I think I did the same thing with three
0: like I said, I would have preferred to have done it the way Ryan didn't just watch it all the way through it. Just with the things I had going on, it it wasn't feasible. And I'm very FOMO that I needed to watch it as soon as I could. I wasn't going to yeah. be like, let me wait till I have four hours.
2: Yeah. I think the only movie that's comparable with this for um, timing. I like that. I can think of recently is the Irishman. And that still is a half hour shorter. Hmm. Uh, and I watched the Irishman all the way through, but I think the Irishman is, one hundred percent worth its runtime, where the Snyder Cut is not. Um, but sorry, Ryan, you had something you wanted to say. I just wanted
1: to throw in my two cents before we get uh, into this a little bit. I um, I agree with everything you guys have said so far. I think that this would have been better off structured as like a seven-part mini series. Because HBO, like we know, if HBO has one strong suit, it's their episodic television and doing Watchmen, the mini. Dude yeah doing the miniseries like a watchman like the night of like band of brothers all those great shows that they've pretty little
2: liars oh no sorry that's big little lies (laughs) that's no I I
1: mean like miniseries like the one season miniseries well big little lies
2: was supposed to be a miniseries right
1: and then they picked it up right yeah Um, but you you know the shows that I'm talking about oh yeah and basically like every season of true Detective. sharp
2: objects oh my god.
1: every season of true detective is like a miniseries so Mm -hmm. they they thrive at those and I think this would have been well suited for that Mm -hmm. especially if you really it in a like I think if you released this as a weekly show, I think it would have garnered a lot of interest. Um, maybe not as much. maybe you don't get as many people as total to watch it because they could just watch it all at once. Because to be perfectly honest, I don't know if getting through the first part or two would garner enough people to stick around and keep watching.
2: That's I mean uh, that's a good point there.
1: But um, but I as somebody who was looking forward to it. I would have enjoyed spacing it out
2: See, a little bit. See, th- I that's an interesting point you br- sorry Joel, but that's no, an interesting ahead. point you bring up is like we talk about it as oh if this would have been a mini but you you say you say you, 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 say, you know, it, yeah, if they would have released it weekly. Well, that's a good point. The only reason I keep watching is because I knew that there was already stuff there. If I had literally watched part 1, yeah. I don't know if it would have drawn interest from me. So and that
0: that goes into kind of something that I was thinking as we're talking about this is do you think had they gone that route that the cut would have been a lot different because the way i'm thinking about it going with what you guys are saying like what's going to draw me in the most is essentially using each mini piece you know each episode mm-hmm. as a mini movie for each character yeah you exact. know so how we there how we go. say we want cyborg you know we we th- i i personally think cyborg of all the characters in this film is the one who should have had that didn't already have a movie that should have had one first Right, because he plays the biggest role out of all. Yeah, of the, this the is basic. Like.
1: This is basically an origin movie for him.
0: Right, and so I feel like if we they were to do like a miniseries type thing. Yeah, you would have had to have like episode one be you know, Batman saying like, "Hey, here's what we got to do," and then episode two, Cyborg. Episode three, Aquaman. Episode four, Flash. You know, Wonder Woman. We already got a taste of Wonder Woman in mm-hmm. in Batman versus Superman. We don't need that from her. Um, the other three though use these mini episodes to build into them and then by the time you get to episode you know four or whatever then you're starting to dive into all that other stuff superman as well superman can just come in down the road the way he does he doesn't need his own episode
2: i think that'd be really cool to give them like smaller stories you know just Mm -hmm. like really you know self-contained stories where they just do something like save someone or you know um kind
0: of like the Flash did in, in in just in the center cut you and know?
2: you know we saw that and we also saw you know we saw cyborg you know his relationship you know make it you mm-hmm. know when he like tracked that woman or whatever and was like oh hey uh, you know here's all this money or whatever yeah. and like taking that and not squishing it into this like you know i, I you know the the cyborg i i get what they're trying to do but it was cheesy right because it's so fast and it's kind of mm-hmm. it feels very, you know, like oh this is purely for character development but like what if they had fleshed out that story a bit what if he you know there we saw a little bit more of that you know like you're saying with flash what if we saw a little bit more of that story and have self-contained stories that are you know focused fully on character development and brought that into the justice league that would be a lot more interesting they did that the with the watchmen right or with watchmen right Mm -hmm. they they did that in the mini series and that's what made it so compelling. And so the justice league falls into this weird category where it's obviously not a movie, but it's still not long enough to be a miniseries, right? Cause it's yeah. only four, it's only four hours, four hours. you know? Yeah. Um, and most miniseries are six to eight hours. So yeah. it's, it's this weird hybrid thing where it doesn't work as a movie as is. It doesn't work as a miniseries. So what, what is it, you know, how, where does it exist within, you know, the entertainment spectrum.
1: Are you guys, Joel, you go first. Cause then I'm going to kind of transition a little bit to something. No,
0: different. I was just going to say like, like Cameron makes a really good point there. Like really, what do we classify this as? You know what I mean? Your argument earlier saying like, Oh, this isn't a movie. Like I understand your point from that standpoint, but at the end of the day, like it is a movie, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Would you but, say, would you say it's a movie that we've just never seen be made like this? I
0: don't want to give Zack like,
2: Snyder that much credit, dude.
0: But like my thing is like, it really, and I know this is exactly what it is, and we know that. But it literally just felt like Zack Snyder going, "Oh crap, I have to, I have to show them the rest of the story. Like I didn't get to show, tell them this story, and these are the things I've heard. So let me just try and fix it. And it's like I don't know how to describe it. It's like putting a, uh, you know, putting brand new tires on an old, torn out car is what it feels like. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's something. It's very superficial. You know where it's just like outside fixes. Nothing really of the core of the film got fixed, it's just all stuff that kind of made it feel a little bit better. Other than, like we were talking about with Cyborg, I think, you know, Cyborg was the biggest fix in this, and I think that was the best fix in this, was what they did with Cyborg, you know? But everything else just felt like they elongated the things that we already saw.
2: I feel like, kind of like what you're going off of, Joel, I feel like there are I feel like there are actually quite a few fixes in this. Um, but I feel like there's also this imbalance in that we you know cyborg i feel is a little bit better but with flash i feel like there's this imbalance where we see two different characters in this movie and it doesn't feel like the character at the end that we see for flash doesn't feel like the character we see at the beginning i feel like there really is this imbalance where they tried to do this weird thing to make him like the comical character Mm. where which which before
1: like just to say they mm-hmm. toned that down wildly they did fashion.
2: tone it down but it still felt very out of place because he still felt like he had they, those moments right you guys asked me in the
1: justice league cut if this was like how Barry Allen is in the comics mm-hmm. they still didn't get it right um it's still he's just not the comedic member of the justice league so they still don't get it right it's toned down incredibly and he makes who i thought was the worst character in the original cut much more tolerable, but it's still not right. It's still not accurate.
2: You know, one thing I've seen a lot is that people are saying cyborg is the heart of this film for the Snyder cut and i and i understand i get that he his as a character is better but i actually disagree with that i think flash is actually the heart of this game. and i don't like what they did with this comedy that's the thing but because of the ending and that this is the one thing i'll say i watched this four hour movie just flat out there i did not like it i don't think it's good like i think it is better i don't think it's good However, I think the ending is actually really, really, really good. I think they did an incredible thing are you, with the are ending.
1: You, just to clarify, are you saying like the ending of the main story or the epilogue?
2: Um, well, both. I think that the epilogue is interesting, but what I'm talk but like the thing I'm talking about right now is the um, how they ended it with Flash going back in time. How like, oh,
1: how they defeat Steppenwolf? Yeah, yeah.
2: that was fantastic i I have to give credit where credit is due i don't like i think Zack snyder has done a couple things well within the bat within the dc universe i think he has made the fighting sequences the action sequences in man of steel he felt like there was a gravity to and i still feel it within this there's a gravity to the power that superman has i have Mm -hmm. to give him credit for that because that's really cool I have to give him credit for the ending of this movie of Flash's because that is way better and way more fascinating of an ending than we got in the Justice League, right? Mm, yes, is way more interesting. And I sat there watching because I think that this is the thing about the Justice League. In my opinion, I still think they could have gotten a two-hour, two fifteen, 230 cut with that ending of of. Um, with the ending that they had in the cider cut and made a theatrical release movie. I do okay. think that would it have been like, I, I think that they could have done that. Right. So, so
1: I, um, I want to transition to something. Yeah, like I'm sorry. I'm interesting. No, ranting. no. Cause this works in line with yeah. like setting things up appropriately. Are you too familiar at all with what the original release schedule of like the DC extended universe films were going to be? No clue. Because no. what I've got here. So back, I believe it was around 2015, 2016, somewhere around then. But there was like a, they had like an investors call at Warner mm-hmm. Brothers, and they went over the DC slate, and this is what their original plan was. So Man of Steel, of course, came out June of 2013. Uh, Batman vs Superman, Donna Justice was already in the can. That got pushed from July 2015 to May 2016. And then Suicide Squad was also just about wrapped. August fifth, August fifth, 2016, that one came out. So after that, still on track with Wonder Woman in June of 2017. Then Justice League Part 1 in November of 2017. So, so far, we're still on track. This is where things get really interesting, though. The next slated film was going to be The Flash in March of 2018. Then we were going to do Shazam in April of 2019, which I believe may have still kept its date. I'm pretty sure it came sure that's out the earlier. Same. I
2: think it came out it, in February. It,
1: it was in 2019, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, was early 2019. So after Shazam Oh no, excuse me. I had I missed one. So excuse me. Uh Aquaman was July 2018. So Flash, Aquaman in 2018, then Shazam in 2019. Justice League Part 2 was going to be June of 2019. Then Cyborg was April of 2020 and The Green Lantern Corps was June of 2020. Jeez. That that was their original slate. Wow. Like Joel, I want to throw this to you because you brought up the point about like feeling like you have to build up your characters in this one film as opposed to their own individual films. Do you think that if we do the same route that we did where we introduce, just like lightly introduce everybody Mm -hmm. in the first part of justice league, and then a couple of them get their own films like flash and Aquaman, and then we have them in justice league Two,
0: Do you think that structure of things would have just made more sense for them? I think so. And I think something that that could have done, and not to take a page out of Marvel's book, is helped to establish our villain a bit more before we get to Justice League. Because I, I think I,
1: I would imagine that in Justice League Part One they would have defeated Steppenwolf still, and then in Justice League Part Two would have been Darkseid.
0: Yeah, because one of my biggest things with with both cuts of the Justice League, and going back to what Cameron said, them being able to take the Snyder Cut and easily cut it down is we get so much of this like backstory of steppenwolf and dark side right like this like build up to like what the mythology is and what the lore is of that and like i'm not a big comic book person not a comic book person really at all so yeah i don't know anything about that but if i'm being completely honest as an outsider (laughs) I don't feel like I need to know that. Yeah, I'd be care. okay just seeing it. And the comic book fans are already going to know that, right? They had a whole well,
2: chapter of the movie dedicated to that. Exactly. There was literally a chapter of exposition.
0: Right. And, and and with Marvel, we never really got that with any of the villains, right? Unless it was like a, you know, you think of like Red Skull and Captain America, like that timeline was going on at the same time. So we got to see that build up simultaneously. Well,
1: well you have the build up with Loki, but it made sense for that movie. <laughs> right. To like right. build him up that way.
0: But like thinking about like okay, like okay, with Justice League, it's, you know, it's equivalent to the Avengers, right? With Thanos, we kind of got these bits and pieces of him through the movies yeah. that built up. That way when we're at this Justice League film, we're not throwing you all of that information at once. And so besides just building up the heroes themselves and giving us a little bit more of who they are, which I think is huge and would totally fix a lot of the issues – I think the fact that they'd be able to build up these villains a bit more is also going to be a huge but I think
1: I think that's kind of what they were going for with the Steppenwolf to Darkseid thing because like Steppenwolf is a henchman of Darkseid mm-hmm. and in the first in the job in the Joss Whedon version he's just like nameless random bad CGI Mortal Kombat looking villain mm-hmm. in this one he does have more depth as a character but I still think we were just leading to the actual villain. So I think right. some of that setup was going to be there. For Darkseid to be your Thanos type of villain, I still think they would have rushed to that character though. Hmm. Um, as opposed to how they did Thanos, where it took like, I believe, what, like eight years before he finally got his big showing. Yeah. Um yeah. so I'm I'm with you. Yeah, I think I think based off of this release schedule, it would have fit so much better that was I remember,
2: I, so ambitious jesus
1: I, I remember when they announced it and i was like oh wow like they're really going for it that yeah. was the that was the we're just going to catch up to marvel right now mentality that they had and flat like flash started losing directors left and right and then it just got everything just got delayed green lantern Corps got canceled cyborg got canceled none of the other characters had sequels lined up during are that are they slate. still
2: planning on a flash movie yeah, so Andy yeah.
1: Machete is directing it. Oh, um, that's right,
2: that's right.
0: And uh, they, they have—they've a, announced a cast switch up. Cause okay. The, uh,
2: the yeah, Ron
1: Liv- Ron Livingston replaced Billy Crudup as yeah. Henry Allen. Um,
2: oh, that, that just happened today, didn't it?
1: It was like yeah. a day or two ago. Yeah.
2: Oh, um, I thought I was talking about the TV show.
1: So yeah, he's in there. Uh, Kiersey Clemens will Wait, be in that one again as Iris th- how- West. that doesn't make sense. Um, and then <laughs> like they're supposed to be doing Flashpoint, which is a huge comic book story based off of Barry. Uh, Can
2: so, we? Can we talk about how done? Du- like, like I said, I think Flash was a much better character, and I really liked. I really liked the ending. I thought it was something that was actually interesting, him going back in time. But can we just talk about how dumb? I mean, just how ridiculously stupid his run is i mean that is the yes. dumbest oh, thing i, talk, I have ever seen in time. my I entire like, life
0: nobody runs like this you
2: know
1: so if you we have the scene his introductory scene where he goes in to interview for the dog walking job uh-huh. that's the first time we see his super speed and, and <laughs> <laughs> my mic was
3: falling
1: and uh, um no but as he was running he was running like a like it was like a monkey Like if you guys, he had his arms out and he was like hopping almost. It was really weird. And then you see him when like, he's in the speed force doing the super speed part. And he's like swinging his arms in a weird way. Like he's swinging his arms in front of him. Like none of
0: us are like triathlon runners, but even we saw that it was just kind of weird. He like
2: flicks his wrist. What the hell is that?
0: I saw a post on Facebook earlier and it was the episode of friends where Phoebe goes running, running with Rachel. And it says, the Flash it, over Phoebe, it says the Flash in the Justice League, and then it says any other person running. Yeah. No, it's like, it's
1: weird. Like, say what you will about the character, but how they, I, I know it's hard to film like slow mo super speed because, but I don't think they even really did slow mo with like Quicksilver in the Avengers, but I know in X Men Days of Futures Past yeah, they did it, yeah. and it looks normal. Like, yeah, it he's lo- running. It, Yeah, it looks good. Just have him run like he like a normal person like i don't know why they're trying to be like well this is how you run when your body's moving so fast
2: it's that has to be a snyder thing right that has to be snyder telling him how to run that can't be ezra miller making that decision on his own right i i I would hope
0: not it's funny though because i was thinking that last time and i was like i really wonder who made this decision and if it was him why
2: you know and why why did no one say hey you look like a fucking idiot (laughs) sorry just, no it's no, that it's pisses fair. me off like look he looks every stupid. time he runs it takes me out of the movie yeah it yeah, takes absolutely. me out because he's yeah. like yeah 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 he's like flicking his wrist i mean come oh, on you're running
1: the, I mean, it's a good thing we only really saw it in slow-mo and thank god there's not a lot of slow-mo in this movie so oh, i didn't even think about that <laughs> i should play that uh, back
0: like at tw- like twice speed get it like as close to 24 as i can and just see him looking
1: he looks so weird. Um, we it's have to. Dumb. We have to. We have to talk about the slow mo since I brought it up. We right. have to talk about it. Did you guys see IGN's article the other day? I Clint. Did not. So no. they they deciphered that a total of ten percent of this entire film was in slow motion.
2: Ten percent. F- like it was f- like twenty four f- minutes. I think yeah, they had of that. Yeah, twenty four minutes. Well,
1: wow. twenty four minutes of slow motion, guys. But like so I mean, we, know, we know, we look- know, we know, Snyder love slow motion like quentin tarantino loves women's feet um but it's just it's just it there were scenes where there was no need to do slow-mo that's the problem like yeah if you're doing stuff with the speedster with the flash i get it but when lois lane is walking outside of a coffee shop that doesn't have to be in slow mo. when aquaman is walking into the water off of the ship of like the deck that doesn't have to be in slow mo. i know he's trying to do it because like it's it's his hat aesthetic and he thinks it looks cool But when you do it too much, it just it ruins the scenes. I just don't see the need for that much slow motion.
0: Uh, besides the slow mo, the biggest thing that kept pulling me out of it was that the camera was constantly moving. There was like no static shots, which I like camera movement. But there was literally this one. I don't remember what scene it was i know it was batman and wonder woman talking but literally every time it made a cut the camera was pushing forward very slowly but it was pushing forward into the characters and i literally thought like if this conversation goes any further like the camera's just going to go into their face it kept pushing in and like i said i love camera movement but it just felt so unnecessary in that scene and there were so many scenes that were like that
2: i'm just gonna say this Zack snyder you're dumb (laughs) <laughs> because i this movie not being in widescreen has oh yeah being, oh, we yeah. haven't have even the brought ratio. up this ha- yeah. the
1: i was ready to go there next
2: aspect yeah. ratio come on what the hell i mean this it pissed me off it pissed me off so much i was watching this movie and i'm just like this pisses me off you know <laughs> there's it's just it's like how can you shoot a superhero movie and have it in four three I mean, are you kidding me? I want to see what's happening on the sides. Like, you know what? And like the, you know, the character frames, I guess they were, you know, I guess that was maybe a little bit interesting. But during the battle sequences, especially, I was like, I want to see what's happening on the sides.
0: Yeah, it, well, here's the thing is... Just press zoom. Just press zoom on your TV. People were saying that he shot it in IMAX. I... First of all, that's not the IMAX aspect ratio. Yeah,
2: seriously. what the People who say that are dumb.
0: Second of all, if you check IMDb under the technical specs, it doesn't list as IMAX. They shot it in 35, Mm. regular 35. And so that being said, yeah, like you're saying, that means they had to have cropped the size. You know what I mean? (laughs) No,
1: he had the footage in widescreen and cropped it.
0: Yeah, so it's like it's ridiculous, and it just – the instant I saw that little thing come up, Ugh. I was like, excuse me? Like for what? creative
2: decisions, What is this, Zachary to Snyder do? is like, I'm going to make an artsy that, film. That
1: leaves a bad taste in the audience mouth. When the first thing they see when they click on your movie is you a disclaimer. Telling, yeah. yeah <laughs> a disclaimer of, Hey, we shot, we are showing you this, how it's intended in four thirds aspect ratio, You know, like how people used to watch television in the eighties.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and before that, like, there's just no need for that. Like there's totally good and artistic ways to use aspect ratio. This wasn't it. Especially being Wanda Wanda Vision did it. Mhm. Well, have you uh, I think Cameron you said you had. But Ryan, have you seen Grand Budapest yet? Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, Grand Budapest is in three different aspect three ratios. 3 different. And it makes it sense. And it makes sense. It does make sense. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it, it I don't that know. Seems, that. That's that's
1: cuz Wes Anderson knows what he's doing. There's an in artistic
2: most cases, reason behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, First Reformed yeah. is entirely in four three. And it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think um, what's that one? Uh, a ghost story is also in four three, right? And it's just like mm-hmm. these make sense artistically. Yeah. And when watching a superhero, that like that's the thing is, I had you know I had my dad, you know my um, they didn't watch the entire thing with me because I watched it on three separate occasions. Um, it's a four hour movie. I can't you know. <clears throat> that was the thing. I watched a social network the other night and after i got done i'm like i still would i would watch this movie again and i still would not be finished with a justice league cider <laughs> cut um you know and and like that's the thing is like he like he asked me he he, he came out and he started watching it and he's like is there something wrong with the tv and i'm like what do you mean he's like well there's bars on the side and Did I your dad like, really no. say that yeah he really said that and that's was hilarious like, and i was like no that's just how they he's like i just that, i said that's, that's such how they a, shot it such a That's such a dad thing to say. That's how they decided to, you know, uh, display it. And he's like, well, why'd they do that? I'm like, I don't know, because Zachary Snyder thinks he's, you know, the film bros. They like it like that.
1: You're getting personal now, calling him Zachary.
2: Zachary? Did I call him Zachary? (laughs) You did. Zachary Snyder. He's Um, getting angry.
0: Yeah, he's he's got him by his ear. Zachary Snyder, sit down and let me tell you about a 2391. It's
2: it's... It's so – like, that's the thing is it's so pretentious. And when we, we talk about Zack Snyder and being pretentious, like, this whole, like, black and white cut, oh, my God. That is I, the most pretentious I, I have it, thing I've
1: world. It, I have it playing on mute on the TV next to me as we record because I'm just it's curious about It's so pretentious. It. I don't – there's no reason for it. It's like when no. Mad Max Fury Road did it – um, I, like people were like excited for it. Like people were, like this would look really cool. It wasn't a thing that I cared about because Mad Max is beautiful it's, with the color. Like you sense. don't need it. Like I don't know why George Miller did it. But that time people were like looking forward to. It. I haven't heard a single person that was like I can't wait for the black and I white version. I don't get it. I don't
2: get it. Like of Justice Don't get, like there have been big movies like you said the you know the Mad Max Parasite did it. I don't get like I yeah. don't get it. Color like there are obviously the artist that is a black and white film. They shot it as a black and white film. Cool. It's a black and white film. Right. But when it's you take a movie and color is a big, you know, and movies say color is obviously a super big thing, mm-hmm. right? There's planning that goes into it. You literally have colorists as, production design you know they're literally part of the production team and so then to be like oh yeah we're, it's uh we put it in black and white it's a, it's artistic now shut the hell up like come on like it's so pretentious it is so pretentious
0: besides the pretentiousness behind it i think a big reason and it's the same reason we already know with the snyder cut but the big reason for like the whole black and whiteness is i feel like this is this is some people at wb's way of trying to say look all these people watched the the Snyder cut and then all these people went and watched the black and white version too to try and get the DC universe back where they wanted it to be. Okay, you I want I'm like, um,
1: yeah, I'm glad you brought that up cuz that my question out of all of this is somebody who I think I liked it the most out of the three of us. I I did enjoy it for what it was, but what is the end game after this? You know what I mean? Like it, we, we watched it, it it came out and like clear mm-hmm. and we haven't talked about them yet but we will there are things at the end of this that they put on there to shoehorn the yeah, fact that they're mm-hmm. going to continue this universe but Warner Brothers has already come out and said that they're they have no intentions of continuing with Zack Snyder on these DC films so it's like what what is the end game behind all this what is Zack so, Snyder going for with this cuz i don't so get it
0: whether it's Snyder or not i think what they're trying to prove is we had we had Batman versus Superman and then Justice League And then you had Suicide Squad and Wonder Woman 84 and all these DC movies that are like not performing to the point that they thought they would. Nope. If you look through the eyes of a DC person, yeah, sure, you got these DC bros out there like these are the greatest movies ever made, right? But the average film goer and critics are not looking at these thinking these are good films. You and can't,
1: I, you yeah, you can't do that with the average film goer once the Marvel Cinematic Universe started.
0: Right, and so I feel like again, I feel like all of this was under the guise of we're letting Zack Snyder, you know, create his vision, but really what it is is trying to fix mistakes. Mm-hmm. I think that's what the second Suicide Squad is too. You know, like I really, even though it's a totally different you like movie. You J- think J- the James Gunn version? Yeah, I think the whole yeah. reason that they're bringing in James Gunn and using this whole cast is because they're trying to erase what people remember from the first Suicide Squad and create, you know, a new mindset when people think of suicide squad that way their mind goes this
1: James Gunn had his choice of films to do for the DC universe and he picked suicide
0: squad yeah, well, I think he, I think he
1: picked it not not only because it fits this kind of style that of movie that he makes I think he picked it because it's a good way to refresh that idea because the well, suicide squad premise is a good premise mm-hmm. but the film that David Ayer made, it just doesn't work what
2: did like, i say was david or sorry not david ayer um what did i say was james gunn's best thing about guardians of the galaxy
1: was characterization
2: there you go why throw him into suicide squad where mm-hmm. he literally gets to do it that's all he has to do for yeah. that movie he gets to
1: play with 20 different characters exactly and do
2: there it. you go it's the perfect choice
0: to sorry ryan so just to round out my thoughts and finish off yeah kind of where my mindset is is Endgame game in my mind when I watch this stuff I see the black and white cut I see them doing this, the, the Snyder cut to me it's the creative level people mm-hmm. saying let's get this stuff out there show the studio the higher ups the executives hey there's an interest in this stuff if we do it the right way let us do it the right way. But you think you know, it's an
1: you think it's an interest in just continuing the DC movies, not
0: continuing the Zack Snyder DC movies? Yes, I don't think I don't think people are are all gung ho about trying to keep the Snyder cut. When you, you say know.
2: people, let's make it very clear who you're talking about because when we talk about DC, there are some very extreme camps out there. Yeah, it's no, a, it, it's sure. a sli-
0: it's a toxic fan base. But I, <laughs> I honestly think there's a lot of people within the studio, again, a lot of the creatives there at the studio that would like to keep this going because it's an incredible IP to work with. It's It's the It's, the, the, it's the and the be- you mean DC, yeah.
2: it, not Snyder. No. yes
0: dc okay. should be the number one ip at warner Bros. exactly there's no reason that it shouldn't be but it's flopping they're not yeah. doing what they could again not to bring this back to him but i've always said if the rest of dc matched what nolan did with the dark knight trilogy i think yeah. it would have been far more successful because with batman vs superman not so much with man of steel and then definitely with justice league it felt like they were like hey, it's this dark, gritty world, but we're also kind of trying to be like Marvel and there's yeah. this quippy playfulness to a great it. Great point, you know? Joel. Whereas with the, the, the Dark Knight trilogy, it felt real. It didn't mm-hmm. feel like a superhero movie. It felt like this was a real existing place.
1: There were rumors back when Man of Steel was in post-production that it was going to be a continuation of the Nolan Batman mm-hmm. universe. And you can see hints of that in the movie because as grounded as you can make a film with an alien from another planet – coming to a planet where he has super strength and ice breath and heat vision as grounded as you can make that. It was relatively grounded for what we've led into with these other films. So I could have seen it back then. And that would have been better. Like at this, I'm somebody that thinks Ben Affleck is a pretty good Batman. Shut I would up. Have, I would have rather just continued with Bale. I don't know if Bale would have wanted to do it. And I bet if right. he wanted to, they would have continued. Oh, absolutely. But I would have rather have seen that. Just continue with him.
0: I'm going to say some stuff right now. Let me finish before you jump in because I think what I'm going to say you'll kind of agree with. But I look at Joaquin Phoenix's Joker film, okay? And the way that they went about that film, again, feeling very realistic. This didn't feel like some made-up world that we know from comic books. Yeah. It felt, I mean, granted, it was shot in Brooklyn, like right? But it yeah. felt like that. It felt like a real place. It felt like yes. I could have driven up the street and ended up in this place. And the Joker was built from that, from real life things. It wasn't all science fiction stuff, which I understand is part of comic books. And I, I'm not saying that they need to get rid of that completely because we even see that in the Dark Knight trilogy with someone like Scarecrow or even like people like Bane, right? Yeah. But I think being grounded in this very realistic world is the route DC needs to go if they're going to separate themselves and truly be something different from Marvel because them trying to be these comic book superhero films that's taken. I'm sorry, but that's taken. Yeah. You've got to yeah. do something different. If you
1: if you if your films and camera I let you go but I'll just say this real quick. Yeah. If your films are the same but worse no one's interested. If your mm-hmm. films are different yeah. but worse, people will still watch them. Absolutely.
2: It's very interesting that you said that, Joel, because that is exactly the point I was about to make. We will this I can guarantee you guys this will be an episode. We are one hundred I am one hundred percent going to choose Joker in the future because I think that is a bad movie. I think it is a terrible movie, as a matter of fact. However, that being said, I admire what Warner Brothers and DC tried with Joker because they tried something different and they tried to tell a story that didn't necessarily fit into the DC universe that they were trying to fix, but they're trying to make, but they tried something right. And as Joel said, it was a realistic take on us on one of their villains. And it was something that felt like maybe it could fit into the Nolan universe right mm-hmm. now, the movie itself, Todd Phillips is a hack. I think he's a terrible director. I think that movie is garbage. But they at least they they tried something interesting there. And we're seeing what they're doing with the Batman, right, with Matt Reeves. Mm -hmm. They're trying something there as well.
0: I I truly, and this is having seen one trailer, but I wholeheartedly believe that I'm going to see the Batman. And it's going to jump right up there to being my second favorite, like, Batman. Like, a Batman character, not film, but, like. My second favorite version of Batman on screen.
2: I am very excited for it because I think unlike Todd Phillips, who is a hack and is a terrible director, (laughs) um, Matt Reeves Reeves is exceptional. I think that the planet of the apes trilogy is literally the best trilogy I have ever seen in my life. It's
1: the best trilogy of probably the last at least 15 easily.
2: Yeah. Easily recently. Um, I think it is the best trilogy I have ever seen. And I know he did two of the three movies. Um, but especially War of the Planet Apes is um, for me that movie. I was, I understood why, but I really think that movie should have been talked about more. Um, it was, you know, it was an unknown yeah, franchise. Yeah, the, the, th- the
1: third, yeah, the third one, War, just kind of went under the
0: radar.
2: Yeah, one hundred percent. Which is and funny so, cause
0: that's the one I didn't see. It's it's
2: exceptional. You're I, part of the problem. I think yeah. it was like literally the second best film that year. Um, what year was that? Twenty seventeen. Yeah, yeah, I think it was that. Yeah um how dare
1: you justice league came out in 2017
2: but i am excited because like that's the thing is like that's the thing that's so crazy for me about dc is that they take these chances right they take these chances and sometimes they pay off Um, they have hits they have some hits you know lots of people like joker and i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna say you're dumb for liking joker Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not gonna say that. I yeah, think it's a terrible. That. I think it's a terrible movie, but lots of people like it. Now, I do think that people are over obsessed with that film and the saying like this is a masterpiece. Like, no, it's not a masterpiece. Like well, Cameron, you you gotta understand, we live in a society. Yeah, you know, and like. That line was only for the trailer. <laughs> you know, I <laughs> they didn't even put it
1: in the movie. Yeah,
2: that's true. Um you know, I I'm going to be honest with you. I think that the epilogue of this movie was very interesting. Mm-hmm. And like as much as it pains me to say it, I would really like to see that story continue. Well, that's
1: what I find so interesting about the nightmare scene because I think that's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. I don't love the dialogue with the Joker. I think it's very on the nose at points. But that's why I kind of brought up, like, what's the goal going mm-hmm. forward? If you make a scene like that, that just is so intriguing and people like it. And people really do like it. Because mm-hmm. I remember in Batman versus Superman, there was like the small, like a really quick scene showing Batman in that world. And everybody's like, what is that? I want to see more of that. And I was hoping that we were going to see some of that in the, like, the regular run of this movie, not so much just the epilogue. But again, it's like I said, like. Why? Why are we doing some of this stuff? Why are we introducing some new characters in this? Why? Why? It's basically why did this have to be four hours? And I know that Zack Snyder had full creative control because he did it unpaid. So he just put everything he could in there. I think if Warner Brothers had a say again this time around, it would not have been four hours and some of that stuff that hints at future content wouldn't have Mm -hmm. been in there. But I just don't know what his end game is. Is it just to be like, "This is everything we have. This is like my send off. I'm going to give you guys everything that that is shot. Make the movie that I want," which isn't really the movie that he wants fully, because the movie that he wants would have still just been a two and a half hour movie. I just don't know what the goal behind all of this is. Well,
2: sorry, Joel. You have no. If you to want say. to go, go for it, dude. I think the thing that frustrates me is that that. They specifically, like, that's the thing that's crazy for me. They shot the nightmare sequence as reshoots. This was after, this was like not, last year. Not not the whole
1: thing. Just the part with Joker. Oh, really? Yeah, just the part with Joker. Because he wasn't in the original movie. But, like, so that was that a was, big part of it.
2: It was huge, right? Yeah. That was a huge part of it. It was like I mean, half like, of it. It
0: was, it was most of it. And, um, yeah. I'm curious, do you guys think, and I'm not saying I do or don't think this, Zack Snyder, I have heard is an incredible guy i've, heard, he I've say, heard that too yeah very very great person mm-hmm. yeah. do you think in any way that a lot of this film kind of like you touched on a little bit here ryan was him saying you know what i am beyond thankful for the support that i've had from yeah. fans from everybody that i'm just gonna go all out throw all kinds of stuff out there a little bit of fan servicing here and there whatever but let little me a little bit give it <laughs> let me just give people well, it's what not, they it's want. Not, it's not rise of skywalker levels of fan yeah. service but <laughs> well
2: but like, the movie me... existing is fan service let me <laughs> yeah. just
0: give people what they want and then that's it i'm done with it i you
1: hope know? that's i hope that's the case if that's the case i can totally appreciate that but if if the motive behind it was I'm going to make this and maybe try and get back in here and make more stuff then I think that's
2: I, I don't, don't like think he wants to. I think he's I, done. Yeah, I think he's uh, done. I think
1: I think I think that's the case as well. I think that's what we're going to do. Honestly, with here.
2: this is like I'm sure I'm I'm sure he feels so much pressure from his fan base because while they may be appreciative of him, they're so toxic. I mean, come yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Like the and and there's so, they're so like the people who like the Snyder cut and like, like, cause there is a large group of people that think the Snyder cut is just like, mm, this is, you know, filmmaking. Well, it's, making I mean, it yeah. his best, it's,
1: it's got it. It's got a, I think it was 96% audience score on rotten tomatoes. Yeah, right I mean, now. it's fucking, it's yeah. fucking ridiculous. 96. You
2: know? It's like, this, like <clears throat> if you're look at this movie from a purely objective standpoint, and again, we're, we're fiddling with the word movie. It's, is it better than justice league? justice league absolutely yeah
1: yeah absolutely
2: it is but you know what if i get an f on something a d is a better grade right you're right and for me and this is my personal opinion if my professor came up to me and said hey i can take your grade from an f for a d from an f to a d you're gonna have to sit in my classroom for four hours do you want to take that grade no it's not worth it it's not (laughs) worth it
1: your mom's gonna love that line yeah, that's a good one. Thank you. <laughs> um, I think um, I think maybe it's just the the comic book style fan that I am because if I see a scene at the end of a movie where a character in Martian Manhunter that I really like mm-hmm. shows up and says, "If you need me in the future, I'll be ready. I'll be there." It's like, well, now I want to see, and I want to see that now. <laughs> yeah, like I want to see that character. I was like, I love him. He's one of, in the Justice League cartoon. He's one of the best characters. Like, I want to see what they do with him and now knowing that I'm probably not going to, putting it in here just leaves a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth. I get it from his standpoint of just like like you guys said, like I just wanna give them everything that I got and walk away. But just as a fan, it's just it leaves me wanting more and I guarantee I'm not the only person that feels that way.
2: Well, Martian. They Zach also ruined the scene with Martha in Lois Lane oh, yeah. by putting yeah, Martian Manhunter. Yeah. You could have just you could that? have just
1: had, you could have just had Martian Manhunter <laughs> in that last scene that he's in and not done the thing that he. Yeah, did. Yeah, what the
2: hell? It ruined Mar- Like that was it. Just made like, oh, he lied to was,
1: Lois, He yeah. lied to Lois Lane to try and stop her depression. <laughs> like, it's like, hey, I know the love of your life died, but you got to get your ass in gear. And the only way I'm going to get that to work is if I pose as the mother of the love of your life and convince you to do it. It's like, that's not great. I don't yeah. like that. It takes the, it takes the emotion out of that scene.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm curious. And Ryan, this might be a question that you have later on. And so if so you know, sure. Feel free to cut me off. Is there anything that you guys think that the justice league did better than the Snyder Cut.
1: You mean besides just length, like being shorter? Yeah,
2: besides length, is there anything that you liked more in Because there Joel, are a couple Joel, things dude, for me. Joel, would you mind if I take this one real Go quick? Go for
1: it, dude. Go. No. Okay. Yeah, absolutely not. I don't think, and like I, I really dislike Joss Whedon. I'm not a fan of his. I like some of his work. I think Firefly is a great show. I'd loved would have loved the second season. The first Avengers. I know Cameron doesn't like it, but I think it's a good movie. Yeah, it, it has sucks. its fault. It has its faults, but it's. Like it's not as good as Infinity War and Endgame, but I do like it. Um, I think Ultron is is so bad for what it was supposed to be, and that's really unfortunate. Um, and then some of those I know people love Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which he's a big part of, but what we've learned about him and how he treats people on his sets, specifically how he treats women and what it seems like to be is people that aren't just white men. I can't. I can't support that guy. And then to see what he did with this film that he made where he took over for somebody that had this vision and had to walk away because of a massive tragedy. And he comes in and tries to do mop up duty. And just, I think I touched on it during the, uh, the, like the justice league episode where he's like, yeah, I'm not going to change anything that Zach wanted to do. And then the next day (laughs) fired his, fired his composer. It's just like, like, I, I can't support that. And, like, and like that's speaking on it from a outside-of-the-film perspective. Yeah. When I go into the actual film, I don't ever want to see anything from the Justice League ever again. I would rather sit through this four hours than sit through the two-plus hours of that one in its entirety. Like, if you gave me the choice, I would always pick the Snyder Cut. I just, yeah, I... Maybe if I really thought about it, maybe there would be a scene or two that I was like, this was probably done mm-hmm. better. But I, the thing that I liked about this version is that it doesn't feel hokey. It doesn't feel like snarky like the Joss version does. And I think it works in Marvel and it doesn't work here because in Marvel, that's the tone and they stick with it. Here, the tones are all over the place between the different movies, so you're not mm-hmm. getting any set structure behind things. So I know it's like a long-winded answer, but I, <laughs> I just wanted to make it perfectly clear that like I think that... This this Joss Whedon version is an atrocious version of the film based on what I've seen now from the Zack Snyder version. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think I don't think so. Joel, do you is there anything that you think was better?
0: Not really. I think there and I again I watched it once and so I really can't don't have much to really speak on it, but I feel like Joss Whedon didn't do anything better but I feel like the Snyder cut sort of diminished Wonder Woman a little more, and she was already not a big role in the first one. Mm-hmm. You know, like, she really wasn't – she wasn't a ton, and, like, she was important, but yeah,
1: – her parts were so small, they had to put her own music in
0: every time she was on screen. She, yeah, yeah, exactly, and it was like ah! – um, <laughs> yeah, It's, like the, but, it's <laughs> like the into the unknown. I from will, yeah, one I will say it was.
2: Wonder Woman 100% has the best theme oh Um, absolutely dude i think we said that last time i'm like oh yeah let's go kick some Uh, ass
0: but no like in the first one at least like towards the end she kind of had this like like you know what someone needs to take leadership now that that bruce is gone and it's me type thing whereas i feel in this one it literally just felt like she was like his personal assistant you know like hey can you go get uh so and so for me? Sure. I think I think you know? the best I think the best way to describe that is in the
1: Joss one they felt like partners Batman and Wonder Woman and in this one yes. it was so clear that Batman was the leader
0: and everybody else was just a piece on the mm-hmm. team. I think that's I think that's is that kind of what you're saying because Yeah, I it, that, she, her role just felt even more diminished than it yeah. already felt in the first one. The only thing that I liked about Wonder Woman was it felt like national treasure when she was going down into that cave. That was really Which fun. which by
1: the way like where did she find the entrance to that? Cause I she just know. drops down. Like <laughs> it's just out of nowhere. It's like, we're in that tomb Ooh. with the, with the arrow that if you speak to it will magically land wherever you want it to. Um, but she, then she just drops down with the torch. It's just like, how did, how did you get there? How did you know where to go? I don't understand.
2: So he
0: in
1: silence
2: undetected. <laughs> I asked this question because I was curious. Cause there's one scene that happened in, happens in justice league. It's actually my favorite scene of the whole movie. And it didn't Justice happen. In Justice League or in this one? In Justice, Justice League. League. Oh, Okay. And they took it out in the Snyder Cut. And so it's interesting to know that it's... Just, like like I, like, I said, I think Justice League as a whole, you know, is worse than this movie and that he added a lot of things that were dumb, like the whole Russian family thing. Like, what the <laughs> hell is that? <laughs> yeah. But,
1: yeah. Surprisingly, people don't live in, live in Chernobyl, Joss. Yeah, <laughs> people the, don't do yeah, that. Yeah,
2: what the hell? Um, you know, but I will say... That made so like that made so much sense having just the fight be them fighting wolf rather than you know yeah because mm-hmm. they they chose the like you said they chose Chernobyl for a reason right like there's no one who's there there's not fucking apartments there that they have to save and you know that Superman races Flash like come on that's dumb but I I will say the one thing I I the one thing I miss is the sequence when they're in you know underground. And Flash is kind of scared and he's because he's never really done this before, right? And I know that doesn't fit because they, they make him seem a little bit mature, more mature in this cut. And they make him seem like he's done this a little bit before. But, you know, when Flash is, you know, he tells Batman, he's like, I'm scared. You know, I don't know what I'm doing. I, I, I'm scared. And, and Batman says, save one.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? And then he says, and then what? And he goes, you'll know.
2: Exactly. That was my favorite movie of Justice League. And so it's really interesting to know that that was something that Joss Whedon put in because that was the, like, we talked about how the characters felt so ridiculously flat in Justice League, right? And they're a lot more fleshed out in this one. Yeah, some of them are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, again, if you have a four-hour movie, you better have your characters more fleshed out because, come on. Yeah. Um, But, like, that that moment was really, like, that was the one moment that I watched when I watched Justice League. I was like, okay. I really like this. It shows something one about, you know, it shows a softness and you know, it shows a legitimate fear and, you know, in Barry Allen. And it also shows a little bit of softness and mentor, uh, and, you know, ability to mentor and yeah, leadership. Batman. Yeah. yeah. Understanding where he's coming from. And we didn't get that in this one. And it's, and I don't want to say that's a bad thing. Um, I was just a little sad to see that that wasn't in this one because that was my personal favorite moment from the original.
1: Well, instead in this one, Barry Allen plays with hot dogs. So yeah. (laughs) And, (laughs) and like, like, that was a weird
2: thing is like, that was another weird thing is like when they're all like going up the stairs, Barry's like, come on, hurry up. Right. (laughs) You know, he's like, you gotta get up here.
1: I, I could see that scene being one that you would think would maybe was good. Like I also like, when you had to nitpick from that movie, the original run things that like, maybe you did like that would mm-hmm. have been on my list too. I would agree yeah. with that. I don't think it fits with his, how it, they changed this character. This no, time it around, doesn't. which you, which you kind of hinted at. Yeah. Um, but I did like that scene. Yeah. yeah. I, that scene was fair. Um, there's one character in particular. Well, there's two, but one I want to talk about first. I want to talk about Aquaman for a second because have we, I can't, I know we've said this, have, have we all seen Aquaman? We haven't, right? No. One of you hasn't seen it, or I both of you haven't. Cameron, you saw it, right? I
2: turned it off. I'm going to be honest with you. I fucking hated that movie. Okay,
1: so I'm the only one that's really seen it. So my question to you, and I'll go to you first, Joel. Do you
0: think Aquaman is a fleshed out character in this movie? No. Okay. He, he's just, it. He, even in the first one, he had even less yeah development than Cyborg and Flash, yes. you know, but he got his own movie and he like what's weird about it for me with him and i guess in a way they all kind of are but his aquaman is the one who feels like it's the most like selfish like he's only getting involved because like oh crap like now this involves me like i have to do this you know whereas the rest of them i feel like in some way or another end up seeing like the what this means for for the common man Mm. whereas aquaman it just always feels very much like ah well I have to do this now. You know, Mm -hmm. he, he, I don't know the way Jason Momoa plays the character. And again, this is me having not seen Aquaman, the film. um, He just feels very like, man, like, Oh, well, I guess I'll do this.
1: Didn't we agree though in justice league that he was the best character of the six of them?
2: He's the best cast character. Yeah. Okay. He's not the best character, but he's the best cast.
1: All right. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, But the reason I wanted to bring it up is because as somebody who's seen Aquaman, I felt like he was fleshed out, but I was curious to think if maybe that was only because I've already seen his movie. So I know a lot about the character already. So I was curious if you guys thought he was. I fleshed like out his in this introduction
2: one. in the Snyder cut. I do like that is one thing I'll mention is I, cause I watched this, I watched justice league with my sister and I watched the beginning of this one with my sister. And that's something I can say is 100%. I was more involved in, and this one, I felt this one was a lot more interesting in the beginning. The issue for me with this one is the stuff that happens in the middle. It's just, it just it's, it's one of those things where it's, it just gets too long to be worth it. You know? If
0: Yeah. I mean, it, to kind of go off a little bit from the Aquaman tangent, but to touch on what you're saying, Cameron, at the end of the first, what was it? Hour and a half, two hours, mm-hmm. wherever I was when I first finished it. I had gotten to the point where they they still hadn't revived Superman. Yeah. About to right and well, even Flash, though, does, Flash
1: doesn't even show up for the first hour. So yeah,
0: and even though I know there was a bunch of stuff added in, it felt like I just watched the Justice League. Yeah. Thing, but it was just longer, you yeah, know, yeah. because the scenes 100%. that were different weren't necessarily always things that like stood out. Like like I said, the stuff with Cyborg, yes. The stuff with Barry, yes. But yeah. the elongated stuff on uh the mascara and all that kind of stuff and like it was just like this isn't necessary and these aren't the things that we needed and it literally just felt like oh you took the first hour of justice league and doubled it in
2: length and didn't
0: give me much else
2: yep 100 percent. so
1: there's something that i want to touch on next and that's really like the how the snyder cut really came to existence because a lot of people may not know all the ins and outs that had to happen for this movie to be made. Before we do that, though, we're just going to throw a quick word to our sponsors. So the Snyder Cut has, I would say it's probably about, Man of Steel came out in 2013. So he was tapped, and Zach was tapped to direct Justice League in 2014. April of 2014, he was officially announced to direct Justice League so if you take that until when this came out which was march of 2021 it is almost seven years that is it has taken to get to where we're at today seven years for this movie to be made in the way that zack snyder wanted it to be made now a lot has happened in between um including zack snyder directed an entire other movie that came out during all that with batman versus superman now batman versus superman you guys have have you seen that? I don't remember mm-hmm. if we've all seen that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I it so. sucked. Have you all? Have we all seen the extended cut?
0: No.
2: Why would I watch it? So only reason my... I watch this because it's a dumb podcast. <laughs> well,
1: we could replace you if that's what you wanted. No, well,
2: I. I think you could ask the fans. I am irreplaceable. <laughs> all right. Well, It'll I, be the I, Instagram poll.
1: Uh, all three. All three people that you brought to our Instagram.
2: all right um
1: i uh i wanted to ask about the extended cut because i feel like that's the first iteration of dc films being like hey our movie's not that good but you could watch you could see more of it and maybe it'll be better because they did that with air suicide squad there is there is an extended cut of that movie on top of people wanting to see the air cut which i i think cameron is one could speak for everybody when they say Please do not release an air cut of Suicide Squad. I
2: hate people. You know, (laughs) this is the issue with giving these dumb people the... A platform. They have a platform. You know, as they think, oh, we we did this. We're, you know, shut the hell up. You aren't special. You aren't special, okay? The Snyder Cut did not exist. They nope. go, oh, the Snyder mm-hmm. Cut, it did not exist, okay? They came out, and if the Snyder Cut exists, they would have been able to release it within, you know, oh, yeah. a month of... you At, know, Absolutely. You At know.
0: release of HBO Max. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> That's when it they, would have dropped, yeah.
2: They spent so much time working on special effects, reshoots, but, you know, they spent 20 million... If, if the Snyder Cut existed, it wouldn't have cost $20 million to do the Snyder mm-hmm. Cut, right? So, yeah. shut up. That did not happen, you know. And so, this idea that this, you know, the the there's... I don't I, I, I I want to be mistaken. Warner Brothers 100% in, is involved in, you know, the final cuts or whatever. I'm not trying to say that, you know, hey... David Ayers wasn't able to get the cut that he wanted. I, I'm sure that there was a cut that he wanted that he wasn't able that Warner Brothers beat him out. But to to look to watch the Justice League and to think that there is a decent movie, this that's a completely different situation than what happened with the Snyder cut, right? You had a director who was replaced because of you know, he left on his own accord because of personal issues. And so yeah, I understand how there's a different movie. But David Ayer was the director. Of, of Suicide Squad. There is not a good movie in Suicide Squad at all. So shut the hell up. You're dumb. If you think the Justice League, uh, the Snyder Cut, was a thing that was like, oh, it always existed, shut up. You know nothing about movies, okay? That's my rant over.
1: And we just need to make sure that people know that like this should not be... course to be like hey we didn't like this movie let's make them do it again Mm -hmm. no that's just that's that just shouldn't happen And that's the
2: thing is Zack snyder got to come in knowing all of the mistakes that joss whedon had made and make sure he didn't make the same mistakes this is not like oh hey we already had this set aside and here you go he he got to completely redo his movie however he wanted based off of criticism From the past.
0: I'm assuming the people who listen to this podcast, most of them are pretty familiar with kind of what you're ranting on a bit here. But for those of you that may not quite understand just how big of a deal this was, there were entire subreddits dedicated to bringing back the Snyder Cut. We yeah. used to work over <laughs> at Warner Brothers, where airplanes would fly over with banners and saying somebody, "Release the Snyder somebody, Cut" And somebody in, and one, res- somebody, yeah, 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 in somebody one of the restroom the stalls. Ca- it says it. "Release the Snyder Cut" in it, it's not, and it's, it wasn't it wasn't written in like marker; it was carved into carved the door. In. It's it's just this is a thing that you know you hear us keep saying the Snyder or the the, the DC Bros, and we kind of talked about how it was a bit toxic and. It's this is exactly what we're talking about. And to the point that Ryan's making and Cameron a little bit as well is like, is this almost going to turn into a bad thing? Because now we're giving all these people this mindset of, hey, we didn't like this. So if we just complain long enough, like this is going to happen. Like in my mind, that guy who flew the airplane Mm -hmm. over the studio is probably like, I did it. Like, Probably, I did, yeah. you know, because they, they flew another one over the day it released. That yeah, said, thank you, Warner Brothers, at t HBO, for releasing the Snyder Cut. And it's like, these people genuinely think that this happened because of them. Whereas, again, kind of what I was saying earlier, it more, in a way, did it happen because of them? Yeah, sure. But the way it's happening because of them is because HBO and AT&T and Warner are like, we can make a ton of money off of these people. Look at these people, how much they're willing for us to make this movie. If we make it, we know they're gonna buy the merch. They're gonna you know, they're gonna get HBO Max. They're gonna do all this stuff. And it's like
1: I think I think that's an important note that you're making is that Warner Brothers like people listen people listen to this point. Warner Brothers didn't make this movie because they care about your opinion. They made this movie because they exploited your fandom to know that exactly. you were going to get them profit. Yep, that is why they made, they agreed to let Zach. Did Snyder you do
2: guys it. read the interview with Ann Sarnoff that I believe it was Variety? It just came out yesterday, right? The one yeah. about it, yeah, I didn't read it yet. So it's so in that. Ann S- Sarnoff, by the way, yeah, uh, is president you. of Warner Brothers. Thank you, thank you. Um, so See in you, that though. interview they asked they asked something about the toxic fans and she's like the toxic base of the, like the toxic fandom base specifically the toxic people not the fandom base itself but the ones that were toxic and she said something there and she was like you know oh you know we'll we, we never want to you know give in to toxic fans or we never you know we want to make sure that they understand that we are not We do not like them. We do not want them to be part of the community for being toxic or whatever. And I've already seen on Reddit people like people saying oh this was a hit piece by, by variety by warner brothers to make us all look bad because we wanted something and we got it right and so they're already striking back for at and sarna for saying hey toxic communities aren't good and so they they understand that they are toxic because they are self like they are self identifying themselves as oh hey they're calling us out for being toxic right we're already seeing it
0: yeah no, absolutely. It's it, again. It, it this is totally going to be, unfortunately, one of those situations where these people feel like they they did this and that they're going to be able to do it, and mm-hmm. anyone who disagrees with them is just someone who's trying to shoot them down and, and bring them down.
1: Well, in terms of timeline, things you talked about, like hashtag release the Snyder Cut, the Justice League version came out in November twenty seventeen, and that hashtag. Didn't even need any time to percolate. People started that right away. like As soon as the movie ended, or as soon as people... As soon as they saw it and hated it, the hashtag started. Hmm. Um, So it's been in the pipeline just forever, basically. The official fan campaign was on November 19th. The movie came out November 17th. (laughs) (laughs) So they didn't take any time. There was a website... Dedicated to tracking all things Snyder Cut that also launched at the end of 2017. An entire website just for to track news about a movie that wasn't supposed to come out. Like, these fans went nuts. Like to the point that like they were bullying people involved in the studio. Like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna feel bad for a guy like Jeff Johns who became like they tried, he's a big name in the comic world of DC. He did one of my favorite comic runs, the Green Lantern Hal Jordan run. But he has a reputation as not being a very good guy either. And they brought him in as a producer for Justice League and an overseer as a whole on DC films, him and John Berg, who I'm a little less familiar with. But Jeff Johns has a history of being a bad guy, so I'm not going to feel bad for him. But people on the internet, bullied people like him and kevin sujahara who also wasn't a good guy who was the head of uh the dc comic uh the dc films at that time like just because those are ended up being bad people doesn't mean that the tactic of going after people who are just doing their jobs to try and get what you want is an appropriate thing to do Mm Because this campaign just never, it never ended until they got what they wanted. Like, there was, even when Warner Brothers had said multiple times, this isn't going to happen. When Zack Snyder said early on, because eventually he changed his tune, but early on he said this wasn't going to happen. When the actors were like, no, we've moved on from that, we're done with it. They still weren't listening. And I just think that's crazy. Like, when the people that literally... Well, now they're asking
2: are, for more. That's my point. Like, exactly.
0: Like it's well, it, the problem you, can't, you can't fully satisfy a fan like this. Yeah. That's Well, that's exactly what I was going to say, Ryan, is it's like imagine the three of us, right? If all of us right I don't now, have to like, imagine. We're all here. <laughs> you're right. Okay? Take the three of us and we all say, hey, let's go get pizza. Okay? All three of us are going to have a different idea of what we want in terms of pizza. Not necessarily toppings, right? But like the pizza where, itself. like where we get it. Where we'd get it from, thick crust, thin crust, whatever, right? So you yeah. think you look at the, these fans if that any, are if all you pick, asking.
1: If, you, if any of you pick deep dish, I'll beat the shit out of you. So
0: all of these people that are asking for the Snyder cut, right? Each individual, as a whole, they all want the Snyder cut, but as right. individuals, they all have a totally different expectation Absolutely. of what the Snyder cut should be. So when it comes out, these fifteen percent are like, "Yay! Like we did it. We got it. I got what I wanted," and the other. Eighty-five percent of the fans are like, "No, I still want more." It didn't have the thing I wanted, you know. And it's mm-hmm. just like, when does it end? And where do you draw the line? But it really, it doesn't end, and they're they're gonna keep and that's, complaining. And that's why you can't accommodate them. Exactly, you can't do it because it
1: all it's gonna do is cause more headaches for you. So like Warner Brothers probably thought we're gonna release this and everybody's gonna shut up. Mm-hmm. No, it's not because now we're getting released the air cut. Um,
0: I as a hashtag. I have a person that I am friends with on Facebook. He was a very big DC, bro. Was always a release snider, release snyder cut. Now, this has happened constantly every day. Release the snyder or uh, uh, restore the snyder restore first, restore the, the snyder verse, S- uh, yeah. restore the snider verse. And it's like, God, it doesn't end, it's never going to end.
2: You know, you, this is the thing that blows my Why do these people have such huge trust in Zack Snyder? Has Zack Snyder ever Zack made
1: Snyder? Him? Zack Snyder, like. We said it. He's a great guy, from what we hear, but yeah. his filmography is not that good.
2: He, like that's the thing. Is like what 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 do they expect? Right? We have I have never seen a movie from Zack Snyder. I've been like, oh yeah, that's good, you know. Right. And like I like you could argue three hundred, right? Like it, you know, and maybe you know what? Sure, we'll go with three hundred. It's a good movie, right? Sure. But that's it, you know. Yeah. Like Sucker Punch is a Yeah, pistol. he this is the guy who made mm-hmm. Snucker Punch. Snucker Snucker, snucker Punch. <laughs> sucker with a name punch. Like
0: snuckers. It has to be this good. This is
2: the guy who made Sucker Punch. I mean, come plus, on. Plus,
1: Man of Steel, his first superhero movie, was not well received by audiences. Yeah. No. Like it it wasn't horribly received, and I think even its tomato meter was in the sixties or seventies. Yeah. But it wasn't like he like set the tone for this universe with like a well, I mean, all time you know, great
2: film. To be fair, and I don't want to defend man of steel because like i said i don't think it's i I don't think man of steel is a good movie um
1: Uh, and i think it is but uh, i will agree to disagree on that
2: but you know anyone coming off of you know the dark knight trilogy is going to you know not never meet expectations for it now i think he went too far in the way of it being way worse than it should have been you know um like i said i think he did i think Zack snyder's approach to the fight like to superman's fighting and his fight action sequences for superman are very very good um
1: he directs action well
2: see i wouldn't even go that far i just think his take on action i just think his take on superman's fighting ability and like his flying is very good
1: Oh, but his action scene in Batman vs Superman with Batman in the warehouse is really well done. You, you may not like that Batman kills people, and I know a lot of people feel strongly about oh, that. Oh, see, I but, don't give a shit about that. Right, but that, but that scene, I how it's shot, it, is incredible. Um, I want to, but we can't absolve that Zack Snyder from a, from like this discussion about how it got made, because, uh, like I mentioned. For a while there, he was in the same camp of like, yep, this is done. I've moved on. It's not going to be a thing. Until 2019. That's when he started releasing like images and things like that on his Vero account, which I I don't have one of those. <laughs> um, but he started like teasing the movie. And that's the issue is that the, the guy that could have shut this down right away took advantage of these fan of these fans and decided, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm going to try and I'm going to join them, basically. I'm going to join them in their cause. A cause that included harassing Warner Brothers personnel and journalists on social media. It included protesting outside of the Warner Brothers offices. Included included crowdfunding billboards and sky banners at Comic-Con in San Diego. He decided to throw his hat in the ring with these people. And I just don't think that was the right... I don't think that's a good approach. Because it sets a standard that... Now, other other people in the Hollywood sphere, other directors are going to have to deal with this problem if they make a movie with an existing IP that is not um, that is not up to the snuff of the fans. Because it doesn't matter that it won't matter to these types of people that. Zack Snyder left the project and wanted to just get his own take on it done. It won't matter to those people there. Cause now we saw it with star Wars a little bit. When the JJ Abrams rise of Skywalker came out, how many people started saying like, well, now Colin Trevorrow's script leaked and that looks good. They should have mm-hmm. just made that yeah. like, it's the same issue and it's going to keep happening as long as people like Zack Snyder keep allowing these people to have a platform.
2: Yeah. You know, I, I, do, in I don't blame Zack Snyder for wanting his movie to be released. No, of course right? not. I don't I don't blame him. I get it, you know, you put your heart and your soul into anything and even, I don't bl-
1: I don't blame the actors for agreeing with him as well like yeah, cuz they they want to see a better yeah. version of the movie too.
2: And I can com- you know, I completely understand that. And like even the fact that he made but releasing a 4-hour movie and saying this was my original cut is the is is just so disingenuous. I yeah. mean, come on. It's not that's not, you know, that's not the original cut. You know, you one you filmed more, two you you, you had all this time. You know, that's not the original cut, you know. So let's um
1: let's start rounding this episode into shape. There's a couple things with the film that I feel like we should touch on because they're just interesting topics. The first one I want to go to is we've talked about we talked about most of the characters. There's two we haven't talked about on the main squad. And then a couple of ancillary ones I want to talk about. I want to start with Ben Affleck as Batman. Cameron, you were on record in our justice league episode saying that you thought he was awful yeah. as Batman. And you probably still think that he's not that good of a Batman, Yeah. but compared in the two movies, do you agree that he is just done in a much better way in this version?
2: Yeah. I, I think Ben Affleck is a, is not a good Batman. Mm-hmm. I think he's a bad Batman. I don't want to ever see him as Batman again. Um, but if I had to choose, yeah, he, he seems much better in this movie. And yeah. honestly, a, a big reason is I think they didn't include the scenes where he just Ben Affleck like seemed like he didn't want to fucking be there. You <laughs> yeah. Know?
1: Well, that's the thing. Like when he came back for the reshoots, it was clear that he didn't want to be. A part yeah. Of Cause any, every actor's used to going back for reshoots. They're not used to reshooting almost the entire film. Yeah. Like, that's a lot. That's a lot to ask, especially in roles like these where you have to have your physical peak condition mm-hmm. to be in, like Cavill mm-hmm. and Affleck had to be. And anyway, Affleck's not a young dude. Like, It's, it's hard to do yeah. that. So to basically tell a guy, hey, I know you spent months on end preparing for this role and you shot most of your scenes. We're going to do the whole thing over again with a director that you necessarily don't want to work with. It's not professional for him to mail it in, but... You have to. No. I, I guess you understand why he did it. You don't. Yeah. Uh, you don't support it, you but you understand what? it.
2: I really, you know, and like this is something that I, I didn't think. Of. I actually did enjoy his Batman when he was talking to Joker. I actually thought that part was. Oh pretty, yeah. Mm-hmm. I did. I thought that was interesting, and I actually liked that take. Yes. Um like overall, I don't think I I don't think that Ben Affleck is a good choice for Batman. But that's me scene in particular. I was like, you know what? Maybe if I saw more of this, I might change my mind.
1: I think that if you had never seen the Joss Whedon version of The Justice League, I think you would have liked, not liked him as Batman, but I think you would have not disliked him as much as you do.
2: Well, I don't like him in Batman versus Superman either.
1: I th- see I think I think he's the best character in that movie. Him when... and, him, him in Wonder Woman.
0: When they signed him on, and it was first announced from the studio i think it might have i don't remember who it came from but they said he is playing an older batman yeah. that's been around a while and you know whatever else he's basically and,
1: pl- he's basically playing the frank miller dark knight returns comic yeah. run which is an older
0: version of batman and yeah. oh, i miller, feel dude. like he he <laughs> plays Sincere. it he plays it in that way but like pushes it too far because it's almost like this batman that doesn't care it's like he's it's like he's kind of like begrudgingly doing all this whereas when we see these few glimpses of him really being batman and going for it and being aggressive and angry like those are the scenes where ben affleck actually feels like a batman because i'm like cameron i don't care about batfleck a lot of people really like him and i don't you know I, i i was did I think he was better in this? Yes, the second time I watched Justice League, I thought he was a bit better than I thought he was the first time, but mm-hmm. as a whole, I don't think he's a good Batman. And like Cameron said, I don't want to see him as Batman anymore. You know, it's just this isn't a role that's meant for him, and it's nothing against Ben Affleck, it's just that he's not meant for this role. This mm-hmm. is not a character he should be playing.
1: The choice to go with an older, grittier version of Batman was always a weird choice, in my opinion, because like I said in the Justice League episode. The rest of your cast is a young cast of characters, mm-hmm. so it just was a weird. But like, decision.
2: I I could see, like, I could see it. I just don't see Ben Affleck as that choice. No. Yeah, because I mean, I don't mind the older
0: Batman if he's going to have that like leadership role that he kind of has. But like, yeah, you know, Ben yeah, Cameron just saying it like I would say. You know, it's just like he's not the right choice. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah, I think he's obviously going to always be a topic of controversy when it comes to the Batman character because of how many other people have mm-hmm. played it and how many people like Keaton and uh, and Bale, and then like even animated versions like Arnett and Kevin Conroy have yeah. nailed Batman. Um, so he's always, and as a character, who, the, I think him and James Bond is the most rebooted characters in all of Hollywood, so we're always gonna have strong opinions on whoever the next person is going to be to take on that mantle. Um, another character I wanna talk about is uh, Henry Cavill's Superman character. They change a lot about him in this movie. Not just his outfit, but just like <laughs> his reasoning behind things is very different um, in this film. Uh, first off, we got rid of that horrid scene with the CGI lip on the cam recorder that My was God. in the original cut, and I think that everything we see from him in this movie, yes, it's diminished. Yes, he doesn't do a lot. He doesn't even say a lot in this movie. Like his, we could probably, if you had to go through the whole cast list, he's probably outside of the top ten in terms of just dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, but the character just felt better in this. And I think it's also because he doesn't just come in out of nowhere and just mop the floor with the villain and save the day. Like he was, he was still like handling Steppenwolf pretty decently, but he didn't just outright defeat him like he did in the original cut. Like, like we talked about flash flash is a huge part Mm -hmm. of why they win in this movie. Whereas in the other one, he barely helps. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Um, So I think that was good that they did that with Superman this time around where he just doesn't... He's not like the closer in the ninth inning coming in and just taking care of everything. He's part of the team defeating Steppenwolf. Do you guys agree? Do you think that was a better course of action for him?
2: Yeah. Like I said, the ending of this movie is 100... Yeah. Of of any... uh, the ending is very like I I never thought I would come and It's say, good. hey I think the, the ending of Snyder Cut is good the ending yeah. of the Snyder Cut is very very I, good yeah
1: the last regular episode and the epilogue is great I
3: really enjoyed that yeah
0: yeah without having to go too far into detail I th- I think this is a much better Superman for this film not yes. necessarily a much better Superman period but f- for his role in the Justice League film. Yes, the characterization of, of Superman in this one was much better.
1: What do we think about the black suit? I thought it was fine. It's cool. Yeah, it yeah I cool. think it looks cool. It's a cool. Di- it's it is comic accurate. Like mm-hmm. during the death of Superman comic book run, he is wearing the black suit. Yeah, yeah I mean
2: they don't explain any of it. Anymore. They don't give any right. background it's, on yeah, it.
1: Yeah, I mean they try to with the scene where he's in in his old ship, and you yeah. hear Jor-el and uh, Pa Kent talking to him. They try to explain it, but they don't actually explain why he chose that one. Mm. Um, you Which see, I like, did like
0: that scene too. I, I yeah, that, that was a great real, scene. A that was scene. a
1: great additional scene. And there's, uh, there's not a lot of scenes that were added that you're like, this was. I wish this was always in this. Mm-hmm. But that was one of them. I think yeah. that scene is great. Um, another, and then the last character that I want to touch on before we start finishing up here is Darkseid,
3: mm-hmm.
1: because Darkseid, he is supposed to be the Thanos level villain. Of the DC Universe. In fact, Darkseid was created before Thanos. So a lot of people believe that Thanos is just like Marvel's take on Darkseid. Mm-hmm. So he's supposed to be this super important villain. And I know he hasn't earned that moniker because this is the first time we've seen him. But did we like what we saw of him? Like, in particular, I want to touch on going to that big scene, like in the middle of the film where they show Diana's talking to Bruce about the last time that they invaded. the parent and Mm -hmm. we see like the we see the green lantern who shout out to him probably gets another 30 seconds of screen time before he (laughs) dies this time shouts to you um and we see the old gods and then the tribes of men the atlanteans and the amazons coming together he this time around is who they're attacking not steppenwolf and i thought that was a really good choice by them because otherwise he serves no purpose in this movie if they Mm -hmm. don't have if they don't show him in that scene and it's still just them fighting steppenwolf then dark side doesn't matter Joel, yeah. did you think that maybe some of the
0: choices they made trying to establish Darkseid were well done? I think, like you said, it was a good choice that it was him instead of Steppenwolf in that scene. Yeah. I still think that scene is way too long and not necessarily something we need. Um, the whole thing but, being
1: done with voiceover, too, is annoying. I don't yes, enjoy that. Just let me watch uh, the scene.
0: Yeah, just go into that scene, exactly. Yeah. I think I would have much more enjoyed it. I actually wouldn't have minded mm-hmm. it if that was the case. Um, but as a whole so so you know i I, again as someone who's an outsider build the universe it it, it doesn't feel like i got very much of him and i know i was just complaining about how there was like i don't need this huge thing for the the villain but it's like they're just really showing him they're not showing him do anything if it was just as much screen time but he was actually like doing more and i don't mean physically you know but it's like he's just telling steven wolf what to do the whole time you know and it's just I, I just don't feel like i got enough out of it. would
1: you have preferred if he was just the villain in oh this? yeah absolutely absolutely
2: i have a question sure because i don't remember the first, the original movie very well um and this one there was like a like getting the third mother cube or whatever there was the, definitely the a mother cube. mother cube yeah whatever all spark um, there was definitely a lot Part of, more my of chest, a, Sam. a struggle. Am I wrong in thinking in the original one in the that he just kind of grabbed? No, it he just flew literally...
0: in and took it. He did. Okay, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah.
1: That that made a lot more. Sense. You're talking <laughs> so about like... you're talking about after Superman comes back. Yeah, to life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there was
2: a little bit of a fight for him to get it. That right? w-
1: that was much that was yeah that was much better, better. Much oh, better I, done. yeah also them fighting superman the heroes fighting him was done much better in it yeah
2: they weren't batman wasn't like bring in the secret weapon yeah lois was it, actually it, lois just, was just already there, there. she yeah. was already there
0: it made much more sense one part that kills me just visually and it's the same about the first one and the second one is when they're fighting superman and the flash goes running by and you know he's all confident because he's fast and then you yeah. see superman just go and let's like, give him yeah, this glare. It's just like yeah. oh, okay, let's that's, go. That's that's still probably one of my favorite scenes, uh-huh.
1: and I know it was in both versions, but yeah. I still love that scene.
0: Um, but yeah, I, I think I don't think Steppenwolf is necessary. You know, maybe as kind of like a oh my god, I can't remember his name. Was that weird alien looking dude from the Avengers movies? The one with the, like the long face that's like Thanos is like kind of like right hand man ish. Like the the guy with like are you talking about Ebony Maw? Maybe I don't know. <laughs> are you talking? Nerd. Which movie
1: are you talking? Which movie are you talking about? I don't remember which he's one. In I'm sure he's movies. in yeah. Yeah, He's in a few of them. Yeah, but the guy, the guy, the guy that captures Doctor Strange in Infinity War. Is that who you're talking about? I think so.
2: Either way, sure. what I'm you
0: saying, have, is, you have, you have no idea who you're talking about. Uh, because I've seen those movies each one time, yeah. you know, right. and it's. We're not nerds, Ryan. Yeah, like I love the MCU. Right. I think they get a lot more credit than they need sometimes. Um, But what I'm saying is, I think if we had Steppenwolf still in the movie, but more as like a fighting alongside of Darkseid as more of a like, you know, sidekick type thing as opposed to being, yeah, yeah, as opposed to being like the main villain, I I think Darkseid would have been a much better villain that way. Or at least, you know, the villain, you know, because right now he just doesn't, I don't feel like I get anything out of him. He doesn't matter to me.
1: It's probably like, how they originally were going to have this in two parts, and like it was probably going to end the same way with side um, side just like being in the portal through the boom tube and planning his course to Earth. And then in part two, he was going to come, and instead, they just had to give all the shine to Steppenwolf in just this one movie. And yeah, Steppenwolf, he looks better in this one, he still doesn't look great, but he looks better, and he's not an interesting character. And Darkseid is a very important character. For DC fans, so it probably would have been better just to have him in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that like we don't want to go too in depth with plot points because I do encourage people, and I hope you guys agree that I do encourage people to watch this. No, you don't have to watch it in one, do not, yes, you don't have to watch it in do one setting, <laughs> you, se- <laughs> you don't have to watch it in one setting, but you should check it out. I really do recommend that you watch this movie.
2: If I disagree. Unless,
1: unless you just really don't like superhero movies, then you definitely shouldn't watch it. Um, if but, you hate
2: yourself, watch this movie. Oh, my God. Are you done? <laughs> uh, Are you done over there? Yeah, I'm done.
1: Yeah. All right. So, yeah, watch the Snyder Cut. Um, anything else before we wrap up, guys?
2: I'm trying to think of what else you can do with four hours to watch La La Land twice, oh honestly.
0: No, I, yeah. I agree with Listen. Ryan. If if you have the means of saying, you know, even if you don't watch it, like, it's split up. It may not be, like, literally split up to where you can pick episode by episode, but it's split up. If you have the means of doing so, I'd say watch it just to, so you can see what the differences are and what the changes were. Um, Ebony Ma is who I was thinking of. I knew it. Um, So, I, I think it's at least worth a watch. Well, and I no. wa- that's wanna, but see that's cap- the thing though
2: right okay for this movie to be worth watching you have to have seen the original no right? i don't i don't agree i do think so. i i don't think this movie is worth watching on its own well i, I think do, you, i don't i don't think it's worth watching having seen the original
0: i right? think I, for terms of say for, for sake of saying like oh yes it was better obviously you have to see the first one but for someone who never saw the first one to just watch this one yeah. and have a better story even though it had to take four hours I could I never I recommend this it.
2: movie to anyone I'm sorry I could never recommend the Snyder Cut to anyone I would never recommend the original one to anyone but I would never tell someone to watch the Snyder Cut
0: I, but see, I don't want to get too far into this argument here but it's like I'm not saying that I'm going to go out in the streets and say have you seen the Snyder Cut you need to see it but if someone comes up to me and says hey have you seen the Snyder Cut do you think I should watch it I'm going to tell them if you have the time, I say yeah, watch it. Just check it out, just to see. You know, I'm not saying I'm going out there and I'm and I'm promoting the hell out of it, saying like everyone should see this movie. But if someone asks me if they think that I, if I think that they should see it, yeah, I'm gonna say yes. Sometimes I, people just want to watch
1: things that are culturally popular, and this is popular. That's what I was gonna say.
0: Even as like not as a movie as itself, I know it's not some big crazy thing, but it's like in some kind of weird way, this is like a little bit of like a cultural like historical moment you know it's it's having a moment
2: this is something that has never been done before right this is this this is an experiment right it it is very much a film experiment and you know what can we do when we've released a movie Mm -hmm. it's not good and we have the chance to change it right yeah and I, i i i really hope and i don't think it will but i really hope this does not become you know, I don't think a it norm. No, I, I don't it think it will be. It it can't. Um, you know, it's 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 like a um, it's like a video game, like a post game patch, right? They released Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. It was shit. You know, they told <laughs> us, hey, we get it a year <laughs> later, uh, and it would be in the way that they expected to release it. I really hope that doesn't happen with movies, and I I don't think it will. I think no. this is a once in a you know generation type of thing because there were so many different things leading up to how the original you know it it was really kind of a perfect storm kind of thing but still at the end of the day and i know i disagree with you i know i disagree with you guys i would not recommend the snyder cut
1: i think your points for not recommending are yeah i mean it's they're very fair points yeah Yeah. i'm just saying from my opinion and joelle's opinion that if mm-hmm. somebody asked me about it i would say yeah check it out yeah. um but i totally get where you're coming from from that as well yeah. um because at the end of the day this is it's better but it's still not great yep. and i think we could all agree on that yep um so that'll do it for our snyder cut episode we hope you got some cool information hope maybe if you listen you could listen to this without seeing it and if you do maybe it'll intrigue you to watch it Maybe you think it sounds so terrible you want to watch it. Either way, let us know what you think. You can check us out on our Instagram, at RefundPod. You can join our Discord as well. We'd love to talk to you about the Snyder Cut and everything else we got going on here at the i like Refund Podcast. Thank you all so much for joining us this week, and we look forward to seeing you again soon.